they're going to express the phrase like you said it's always been that way or um you know change is great you go first <laughs> uh, because they're 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 fearful of change so you have to empathize with the snare that they're currently going through Hey, what's up, Carl? How you doing, buddy? Hey, Sean, what's going on, man? How you been? Good, good. It's been a crazy, crazy action-packed week. Um, a lot of work going on, and you know, now we're pretty deep into September. Um, I feel there's definitely a heightened balance um, happening at the moment. People trying to figure out how they're going to be working from home or remotely, mm -hmm. or switching jobs, or even what to do with kids, whether to have them study at home or do a hybrid scenario in the schools so we're definitely living some interesting times here it's it's there's no rule book <laughs> we're just doing trying to do the best we can right mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah and uh you know what kind of brings me to what i want to talk about today and um us as transformation specialists um having to pivot and how to really navigate waters um, both for ourselves and for the people that we're serving in any given capacity. Um, so one of the things that really comes to mind is the key skills, you know, and I thought to, to talk to you about maybe the top seven skills that we bring to the table um, that every transformation specialist will need. So my number one is um, definitely empathy. You know, when working with an organization and helping shepherd them through um, their current state to their transition and ultimately their future state, empathy is vital, vitally important to me. Um, especially if people have been there for like 30 years, often I get the sentiment of, um, oh, we've always done it this way, you know? Um, behind those words is a lot of context. There's a lot of comfort, there's a lot of routine, there's a lot of experience, even with working with coworkers and doing an, a business activity a certain way. And um, to move people from that current way of working to a new way of working, um, for me, has always needed a lot of empathy to really understand where they're coming from. And so that's that's a, a big one for me, empathy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about no, for I, yourself? Um, no, I echo that. I mean empathy is is sort of the business that we're in um they're going to express the phrase like you said it's always been that way or um you know change is great you go first <laughs> uh, because they're 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 fearful of change so you have to empathize with the scenario that they're currently going through um one that comes to mind to me um is certainly a communicator so uh as someone that has to and this probably ties with some other items you mentioned, but as someone that has to be in front of the room, um, bringing people together, uh, collaborating and having them look at what their current world is, uh, you have to feel comfortable to talk about maybe difficult situations. Um, you know, again, showing that empathy, but be able to call out uh, components that are not always easy to speak about but you will have to be that communicator in the room to ensure that it is expressed. There's no point in trying to do a transformation, trying to do a change, and you're afraid to talk about the most critical issues that are happening within the organization. So you have to be a strong communicator to ensure to have, have people also feel free that they can communicate and talk about what are issues that are ongoing uh, in their day-to-day -day work. 
Yeah, no, that's a really good point because everybody's looking up to that communicator to ease the waters, to show the future, to show a vision, to clarify any misunderstandings. So yeah, very, very important role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another one for me that comes to mind is uh, curiosity. Curiosity okay. is very, very important as well. Um, really in in the in the mindset of curiosity it's about understanding the context like how things work how things used to work how they currently work understanding that um having an intimate knowledge of why a process works the way it does mm-hmm. um with any particular transformation you know it could be a change in technology in process in data in culture um, or even in governance mm-hmm. and um, so it's, it's a multifaceted experience um, and curiosity will help catch the nuance especially if your transformation is driven by be it a legislative change or we need to install a new technology um, having that curiosity will cover the other gamut of things that surrounds the the change or transformation itself um, if I can give you one very quick example of that mm-hmm. Um, colleague of mine was recently rolling out a change to um, an organization had a, that has a large fleet and they're organized by several offices and then the fleet and the unionized staff that takes care of that fleet. Um, the goal was to enable an office cleanup, a cleaning mm. up of paper, purging files, um, migrating electronic documents from a, their desktops to a shared repository. And the mm-hmm. campaign was all about um, cleanup. But okay. they use the terminology cleanup in the context that the fleet and the staff use it with the fleets. So it's the same play on words for cleanup on the fleet, cleanup in the office. And um, this campaign was heavily, heavily endorsed by senior leadership. And they had a big communication strategy, corporate wide messaging, pamphlets, getting negotiations of timelines, tasks, and activities per floor of the office. Everyone Mm -hmm. was super gung-ho with this office cleanup activity. Once it rolled out, within week one, day one was great, day two was great. By day three, some of the staff who work in the fleet, the unionized staff caught wind of this, and they were very, very offended because it was a task that they do um, that was perhaps misunderstood by the office staff. And as a result, the unionized staff filed formalized complaints. They sent corporate-wide messaging to the organization condemning, how dare you disrespect their work like this and play with it or make fun of it with pamphlets and brochures and a big celebration. Do you guys not respect the work that we do? Wow. Um, the long and the short is something that was seen as a just a well-intentioned initiative just to inspire a cleanup. Um, because that context and that curiosity wasn't understood. What was well-intentioned went completely sideways and ultimately cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars. And um, they weren't able to complete the cleanup in the way that they had originally intended. So um, curiosity and aligning it with the context is really, really important to find all those blind spots that can occur when um, enabling a transformation. Yeah, yeah, certainly. That's an example where curiosity uh... <laughs> You have to go deep, deep into the weeds. So when you're developing a solution, you're you're considering all facets and all things that could possibly go wrong, or maybe even all the risk components that have come with this solution, uh, rolling that out. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a good skill set. That's a really good skill set. 
Yeah. Okay. So an example I have is collaboration. So there are several instances where you actually have to bridge the gap between what is uh, the reality and what is the current state. So what I mean by that is ask any individual on what is uh, currently happening in their uh, world, their day-to-day -day activities, and you'll soon find out the reality is something different. So collaboration uh, requires for you to have those conversations with maybe more than one individual, uh, more than one stakeholder, uh, several different roles are happening within a process flow. And from there, you'll be able to build uh, what I would call a, a current state, something that really elaborates what is the reality, what is the as is of a process flow. Um, collaboration also means that you're merging, you know, attributes of a customer experience and a user requirement right so it's that nice balance it's collaborating with everyone so that you're meeting the goal which is uh, ultimately how we satisfy the customer's experience without jeopardizing the user's requirements or adding additional work for the users that have to go through that workflow to be able to deliver a great customer experience and then of course collaboration with the multiple stakeholders that could be part of the transformation so uh it, whether they are a direct impact or they just to be have a need to know so one of those skill set is to ensure that everyone who needs to be a part of these discussions are, are certainly involved and giving um solutions that can uh, um, solutions that can lead to a transformation but also individuals that are maybe need to be consulted or informed are part of these conversations as well, or at least uh, an update. Uh, so collaboration, I think, is is a really strong skill set that um, uh, everyone should have in their in their tool set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, quite powerful. Yeah, I couldn't agree more um, wholeheartedly, especially around um, the importance of collaboration. We don't get nowhere unless we're going together, you know, and um, mm -hmm. weaving those inter um, those perspectives together is really vital. Um, mm. Really, really, really good. Couldn't agree more. Um, any more come to mind? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so innovation. Mm. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <Innovation>. <laughs> Just improving guys saying innovation. Um, but innovation skill is the ability for us to uh, look what is um, possibly gap within a workflow, right? And then identify improvement opportunity for that. And it's innovation sometimes sounds like it's a complex or big, you know, um, wow solution, but it doesn't have to be so. Sometimes we're just looking for low hanging fruit that will make things easier for the customers and the users at, at hand. So innovation is one of those things that you need to be able to say, okay, this is a common gap, a common issue. and how can we make this easier? How can we make it so it happens less or how can we make it more efficient? And then with that comes innovation, the ability to be a little bit risk averse within that. So you may not have that perfect solution. So there's times when we're at that ideation part of 
the project, right? So we're maybe doing a brainstorm session and we are thinking of some innovative ideas. It does not have to be perfect at that time. So you need to have be have that risk averse to say, let's trial this, let's see um, this innovative idea, see what results we get, maybe tweak it, pivot, um, adjust it, so it becomes that ultimate ideal solution. But uh, innovation is probably one skill set um, that you should you should look upon at least with any transformation. I mean, otherwise, be able. Why would you go through the the practice of doing transformation if you're not innovating or at least leading some improvement opportunities to get to the next place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, no, that makes a lot of sense, and you made me think of something. Um, another key skill along those lines um, is around facilitation. Mm. Um, the, fili- the ability to not only harness these innovations, but um, facilitate how agreements or consensus is actually done. Um, and ultimately motivate people because people are going to, it's natural for people to, some people will just be inspired by the opportunity to transform or to innovate or to simplify mm. um, or might construe it as um, something that will add more complication or complexity or time to a work activity. Mm. Um, facilitating these different ideas and perspectives on a new goal or future is vital and um, I can without that strong ability to value every opinion at the table um, it can easily break down and then as we both know nothing ultimately gets done Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that ability to um, balance um, the different perspectives in a room and find the common denominators um, is a really really important skill Mm -hmm. agreed agreed anything else on your end well the last one that comes to mind um i have some initial thoughts on it but i don't know if i'm articulating it well it's about finishing um mm-hmm. the the ability to have a because transformation it can be like a monolithic term with no beginning and no end just transformation <laughs> um but uh, the ability to close the ability to finish i'm thinking around something around those lines because our transformation yeah. can have multiple finishes or multiple successful outcomes. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, are you, what are your thoughts about that? Um, no, I, I agree. Um, work to completion, that's, that's critical. I mean, that's one aspect of what we have to do is ensure that the solution has been deployed. Another is that transition. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big believer that once we took the, uh, the time to innovate, come up with some ideas, trial it and have some iterations that we also have the ability for to transition us to operations in a nice control state. Um, I'm really not uh, satisfied until I see maybe several iterations that what we've have implemented is actually working in the ideal state, like it's working in uh, a live environment is working uh, at a high seasonal time of maybe the organization's workload. And then after we be able to establish that, okay, this solution is working, then I want to transition that to the operation so that they can take that on. So I include that in the finishing component, not just the throw that, you know, ball over the fence and good luck and we've done our part, but that nice transition uh, so operations can take it over as well. So I, I include that into finishing as well. 
Yeah, that's we make a good point. Yeah, it, it's um, reminiscent to me of um, banking clients that I've, I've been, been working with, and some of their transformations are multi-year. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we've done is we've organized it or shaped them into um, streams or phases of activities. Okay. And each of those um, phases has a series of deliverables. Um, for example, you might be able to get a mortgage and it used to be a three week process now simplified down to a few hours mm-hmm. and behind that scenes, there's a whole bunch of automation, which extracts data, pushes it to multiple departments, online validation, bringing results back for the person who might be at a branch trying to secure a mortgage. And that in itself was a first phase. And then, uh, and behind the scenes, our work was um, helping the support staff transition to operations and sustain it on an ongoing basis. Mm. Um, in the next phase of the same project, same idea, but further simplification of um, backend data validation work. And again, um, a package of um, ongoing operations processes that are now deployed to the staff. So, um, yeah, I couldn't agree more um, with that, how vital it is to incorporate transition to operations into that uh, concluding activity and, okay. and also recognizing that completion might be, might have in fact multiple completions or multiple successes um, across a, a broad transformation journey. So. Hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I like this Our, list, man. Yeah, man. I think we've uh, I think we've nailed it on the head. Um, seven high impact, um, real blood, sweat, and tears skills that um, um, are vital to any transformation specialist. So, I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Okay, man. Bye, you soon.